Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the World's Greatest Podcast. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Back as a whole threesome stand. As usual, you are looking very brown from your latest trip to, in your words again, the progressive city of Jeddah. Yeah, they're getting there. They're accepting that uh, women exist. So uh, we're making a bit of headway in that. So uh, we're getting there. We will get there one day. Yeah, I like it how you said a lot we... of a lot of black and white shirts everywhere. I don't know why that is, but Knox mm. um, County fans maybe, perhaps Juve fans. Oh, Lukaku. Maybe not. More Lukaku, on that later. Yes, maybe, maybe if <laughs> so, we can yeah. find the time. Yeah, but no, loving it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Stan, Saudi Arabia, as you can attest to, has become a very best, a very popular destination at the minute. It has, yeah, yeah. Quite a lot of went over there. Saw Stephen and and Robbie in in the. Uh, in the departures lounge at Liverpool when I was going over there. So, yeah, it was great. Yeah, and if yeah. anyone's wondering who the Robbie is, it is actually Robbie Fowler who is, oh, it is. Yeah, in sorry. the second division. I just there. call him Rob. I just yeah. call him Robbie. Yeah, we go not away. We, we go away. Robbie Boyle. No, no, Ooh. definitely not Robbie. No, no, that Robbie. I, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to see no. him. So, no, not Bobby lad. No, <laughs> no, not Bobby lad. Not Bobby lad. He's, he's, he's in the Saudi and all. He is. He's gone as well, but a nice little segue. Somebody else that might be going there. Yes, from Bobby to Bobby to Riyadh, even. Yes. Your favourite place? Two very British names, Bobby and Riyadh. Um, yeah, might be going to Al Ahli. Al Ahli. Yeah, that's better. Uh, 30 million is what the bidding, from what I understand. I'm not sure how much City want or whether Mares is interested, but he's 30 now. Um, 32? Yeah, 30, 32. I so didn't realise he was that old. Oh, sorry, 32, 30 million, yeah. So he was, to be honest with you, I don't know how old I thought he was, but. Not 32. Yeah, I'm sure they'll love him there, obviously, from, from that Arab background as well, North African. So, um, yeah, I think it'd be a good signing for all, for, for him uh, if he went there uh, at that age with the payday he's going to get. Obviously, for them, it's probably, barring Ronaldo uh, in terms of name, is it probably... Oh, no, they've got Benzema and stuff like that. But it's, to be fair, it's probably the one that's at the top of his game still out of all them, I'd say. I mean, Kante, Benzema yeah, dropped off. I know they've been injured. Ronaldo's dropped off, but... Mares is probably the highest level out of everybody that's going there, to be honest, so it would be great for them. And he's just off the back of winning a treble. Just off the back of winning a treble, yeah, exactly. So whether City would like it, I don't know, with, with Bernardo Silva and, and uh, obviously Gundogan's left, uh, Mares might go. Um, is there anybody else left? Or is that Walker? You know, more on that later. There's a few leaving. I know they're, not, they're not in the same position, but the leaders in that team, the players that have yeah. been there for the last five, six, seven years. So sure. you don't, no matter how good you are, you don't want too many of those leaving uh, at the same time. So yeah, it makes sense for me. If it happened tomorrow, I'd, I'd understand it. I think from all from all three different positions, City, uh, Al-Akhli and uh, Mares himself. Yeah, Jim, from what I'm led to believe, like Stan said, they're offering him roughly about twenty-five million a year in wages. Thirty million fee apparently is what's on the table. Do you think Mahrez would be as big a loss as it probably gets after winning the treble, going off the back of what he just won because he's so hard to replace? It's not as big a loss as Gundogan, but it all piles up. Doesn't it? Like you just yeah. said, you're losing them all. Um, obviously, we'll talk about Walker as well. I don't think it'd be a bigger loss as him, um, but it came out that City yes, wasn't going to replace him initially, and then I read today that. Actually, they're really looking at it again, and they're going to try and convince Bernardo to stay as much as they can. Um, after seeing Declan Rice look move for so much, they've kind of gone well. Bernardo should be worth similar, which is fair enough if his contract's good. Rice is only on a one-year deal. Bernardo is a better player than Declan Rice is, and if City can't get that kind of money, then they shouldn't sell him really. Um, and now they actually want a replacement for Mares. I've not heard any names, but. 
I feel like we do need a replacement. I feel like we needed a winger anyway. I feel we needed a, a fast winger. We've got kind of the ones that get to the defender, cut it back, kind of keep the ball first. We've kind of got rid of all our pace when Sterling and Sane left. Um, I'd love to have Sane back, something like that. I don't know who even is linked at all. I joked about Zaha coming to you. That's the only winger I could think is available. Mane, maybe? And, yeah, I'm literally out of the that? game. Like the the, play, the names that I've seen linked, I've never seen them play. There's like Diaby, who's on his way to Villa. Yeah, Labour Yeah, Ryan Cherky. These yeah. I think I feel like these are just hipster names that people on Twitter are throwing out. Yeah, Cherky's just a young he's only twenty. I don't feel like these are players that need to come to City now. When you've got Palmer and McAtee who've played out there, you might as well keep your young English lads and go and get somebody who can plug in and now. I literally don't what know. What about this. somebody in terms of directness? What about somebody like Rafinha from Barca? They're on about selling him. I know a lot yeah, of that could be a good name. Similar though, and it's what you just said maybe cut inside, cut it back. Yeah, he's still very like, direct. He's a bit, like, quick, he's a bit quicker I, I though, love, isn't he? I did love. He was always good. at the fullback, wasn't he? I think. I enjoyed him at Leeds. He's a bit Barca are looking to sell. Yeah, so. when you look at City's wingers now, brilliant players like Mares, Bernardo, Grealish, Foden, they don't really lose the ball often. But they're, other, other they're, than Foden, when he's really up for it, none of them are going to come on the inside than the outside. Yeah, and Foden's probably going to play more in the middle of the park next year especially with De Bruyne getting a big injury so yeah you could do with that Sane and Sterling like I said when he was at City with Magic it was some of the best football I've seen us play it was so direct um, so yeah some pace is needed but yeah I think I think Mahrez in general really underrated player I don't know what you reckon I, I don't know how he underrated he's won a PFA player of the year I know he's won two but he's won about three four league titles he's like I say player of the year he was unbelievable at Leicester wasn't he? I mean he's unbelievable at City just know it's more at Leicester I guess and yeah, I think he's just a bit underrated because of how good other City players are. I don't think he's ever been City's best player. I think is the only thing you could say about him. But in terms of, I don't know, maybe you can have a bit of a who's the best Africans to play in the Premier League. I feel like Mahrez is he's up there. He's in the top five, yeah. isn't he? Or something. You know, I wouldn't put him as my number it, one, but he's he's up there. It reminds me a bit. It reminds me a bit where, like United used to have Nani, and I used to think. Fucking hell, he does my head in half the time. Cause I remember Mahrez used to do your head in, didn't he? And if we had Nani now, we'd be our best winger. So do you know what I mean? But when you're at that level where you've got Ronaldo, Giggs, you know, Park, all these players, Antonio Valencia and his pomp, you don't really appreciate the nannies. They're great, and you know they're great, but it's only maybe years later when you go through a bit of a lull or you are short of wingers, where City fans will look back and think, fucking hell, I wish we had Riyad Mahrez. Whereas at the moment, they're probably like selling for 30 mil, we'll be yeah. all right. He's a victim of that roulette as well, isn't he, really? He is, yeah, but I, he's, he's, I, I think he's yeah. going to be one of them when you look back at this Guardiola era and think, fucking hell, Mahrez is good, wasn't he? And you don't really like... You don't, he's not a name that's one of your many. mind. He's just one of many, Pepsi. isn't he, at the yeah. moment? It's like a revolving door, that. Not yeah. right winger, but that, that winger slash can play up front position. Ferran Torres was what, early, one year at City. Yeah. Uh, Sane, yeah, another one. Like, it's just a revolving door. That's had some huge moments in Champions League games. Um, Melito. In years that we didn't win, it was brilliant in knockout stages. Oh, yeah. One of the best first touches I've seen in the Premier League. I would go as far as to say, on the go, like in full sprint, the best in the world. Probably, probably at one time he, he probably was in the world Killed at the time. The I mean, uh, that's a joke. If you're looking at like a right winger that nips in onto his left and you can't stop it, he's probably only seconds of Robin, really, isn't he? That yeah. I can think of. He's fantastic, Mahrez. Yeah. Obviously, Messi, but you know you don't count Messi yeah. in these discussions because he's the best at everything. A bit, of, a bit of a hot and cold player sometimes, uh, but when he had his his hot spells. Absolutely brilliant and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a good a good seventh city as well. You never really had anything out of Mahrez like because like you just said he got dropped a lot, didn't he? For for a player who was probably bordering on world class at times, 
Yeah, dropped out the starting eleven for a lot of times, but you never heard him kicking up a fuss, thinking I should be playing over him. There was not really an attitude there. Um, so yeah, a good city player. But I mean, Kyle Walker is another name that has apparently agreed deal a, a deal with Bayern Munich club. I don't really know. This, this story's kind of going back and forth because yeah. at one time it looked like he was definitely off, and then another time like City had offered him a new contract, and now it's agreed a deal apparently personal terms. Um, I don't think he's one that we'll forget about because we were saying the other day, weren't we? Um, probably the best right back in the Premier League era. Um, yeah, a brilliant, brilliant player. And at the time when City signed him, a lot of questions were asked because that kind of money wasn't being spent on full-backs. It came at £50 million, didn't it? At a time when yeah. £50 million signings weren't what they are now. Um, Lineker made a tweet, didn't he? Do you remember that? Yeah. £50 million for a player that can't, can't cross. cross or something like yeah. that. That's come back to bite him a little. I mean, he's never been able to cross, but it doesn't never really matter. No, but at the time, fifty million was different, wasn't it? Even just like five, yeah, it was five, seven years ago. City it kind of broke it with the buying the fullbacks for that much. Yeah, fifty you? million got you Torres on deadline day in twenty ten. Yeah, yeah, or but Karen after he won the Ballon d'Or in two thousand seven yeah, in Madrid. Yeah. Was, so was fifty. Million, so that so on a fullback is was alien ten years later or whatever. Yeah. It was, but it was then crazy. now looking back at what's happened, it's the norm, really. One of the best signings in the Guardiola era. Oh, you yeah. look at the money that's been wasted on defenders. Uh, yeah, Walker worth every penny in, in comparison. Oh yeah, fantastic Walker. Yeah, I think I think it brings us back full circle actually that um, what we were talking about last week with the Germ- Germans looking at how well England are doing. They want Kyle Walker and they really want Harry Kane as well. I mean, when was the last time that Bayern had English players in the team? Never mind wanted two at the same time. Was it Owen Argrees maybe 10, 15 years Before ago? Before that, I remember Chelsea rejected 80 million off them for Hudson Adoy. Well, there's that, yeah, I suppose there's that. Yeah, <laughs> they have Musiala. Yeah, Musiala, yeah, half, yeah, half and half chose Germany and now. Tuchel's experience at Chelsea come, only further that, though. But again, Musiala's another player that's come through England so, in the ranks and then chosen Germany as senior. So he's a player that England had. FA have developed yeah. and, and is the player that he is now. Well, so, by the way, our academy, literally from Kyle Walker. Just, just going up on a bit of a Bayern Munich tangent. The, the thought of Harry Kane dropping deep and having Alfonso Davis on the left hand side and Kyle Walker on the right hand side is fucking scary to go against. That's not mentioning any other player that they've got, no, but yeah, just the pace of them yeah. and then Harry Kane dropping in and putting it Most over the top. going past him. <laughs> um, you can see why they're kind of trying to build that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting that he's at this stage. I don't know what Walker's uh, not intentions are, goals are. I mean, I guess if you've won everything. I respect it because I bet he's had an offer from Saudi. Well, that he will have. and he's probably thinking about his England career. He's probably thinking I've probably got one major tournament in in me before Trent or James really takes my position. He's still so, always yeah. playing at City, though. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't feel like just game the big game at City he was left is. Out of, it? Like Champions League final, he was really fucked off at not starting. Same with Mahrez, he didn't start the FA Cup final either, having scored a hat trick yeah. in the semi. It's kind of hard to take that. Um, oh, it's because a as a City fan. He's pretty much in the team every week, and you can see exactly why he didn't start a Champions League final because we don't need pace to deal with 37 year old Edin Dzeko, and we won the game. So it's kind of hard to say, but I guess he wanted to start the biggest game of his career. Um, I hope he stays. I just kind of hope City have offered him a better contract than Bayern have, and he, he gets tempted. I think Guardiola is, is meant to do a press conference on Saturday because we have our first game in Japan or something. Um, I hope he comes back. I think I feel like he's going to come back from his holiday a bit stressed out of what City you've been doing in the window. To be honest, um, you're not if hearing it, from a lot of players. Some players are leaving. If it feels like I don't, I might be wrong here. It feels like uh, I know you bought Kovacic in, but Gundogan's left. Bernardo last time I read was he was pretty much going to go this summer. That might change. Mahrez is going. Walker's going. 
But it doesn't feel like you're signing anyone. I don't know if that's the case. No. Well, the, it feels the, like you're losing like big names, Fadio maybe on the way, leaders and stuff like that. And and yeah, you can replace Kovacic as a tidy player and Guardiola, you know, when he's twenty-two. Fit. But you're losing Kyle Walker's experience, Gundogan's experience, Bernardo's, Mares. I know you. It doesn't matter how good you are if if you lose these players at the same time. I mean, I know United lost Fergie, but if you look past that, we lost Vidic, Ferdinand, Giggs, yeah. Evra in the same summer, and it absolutely killed us. We still haven't really replaced some of them. So I do think um, we are getting to a point where, even though City have been like huge, like incredibly successful the past five seasons, we're losing so many captains every single year. We've we've basically gone for a system where we have five captains next year, and if reports are right, well, one's gone, Gundogan, the actual captain's gone, Kai Walker's another captain. De Bruyne's out for a few months and then you've got like two left you've got Diaz who probably will be the fill-in now um, when De Bruyne isn't playing but we lost Fernandinho not long ago didn't we Sterling was one of the Company, club captains Company David Silva Aguero. Aguero it's all players who are huge in the dressing room and I feel like Guardiola is because he's so brilliant he's papering over them cracks for the time being even though we've just won a treble that sounds ridiculous to say that papering over the cracks is winning a treble but Stuff like that will catch up to you. Yeah. Um, Backroom staff as well. Losing Arteta would have been big for Man City. There you go. Like, we've we've, lost his we've also two just lost number two. This that's happened a lot over the past Play, four years. Lean on Our, people like that though in the dressing room when they've got when they're pissed off at the manager. If he's pissed off with Pep, they'll vent to the coach, they'll vent to the trainer, they'll vent to Arteta. Yeah. Once they lose their Pep, people, Pep's coaches in the last four years have pretty much been picked off every single summer, and they've gone and get managerial job themselves. Which is just a testament to how good the coaches. Because he's ascended so much as well. He's almost become that Sir Alex. Ferguson. Ferguson type yeah, figure. I was going to say we will have a where he has we, to sign we will have a Ferguson drop off it, 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 remi- it, it, it reminds me of when Fergie had Kieros and Madrid nicked him and McLaren and Borough in England nicked him and you know I think when you're at that level yeah. your number twos they're going to go well, like if I can't get in I want his disciple I want his number two kind of thing and we'll, if he's decent brilliant yeah. and we'll, like I said we'll, we'll segue kind of into that a bit because I remember it happened with uh, Isaac Karanka he was a Jose pupil yes, same with was. AVB yeah, yeah. and it just shows that just because you're a a disciple, so to speak, of a really good manager. It doesn't always Rene, mean that it's going to work Rene out. Rene Ballenstein went Fulham for about a month and yeah. then was sacked. So. Well, look at Ita Karanka at, at Middlesbrough. That, McCla- that did Mc- not go well. McLaren, AVB, McLaren at England. Well. There's your most high profile one. Look at him so. now, though. Dream on. Well, he's back at United Dream under on. Eric. Yeah, so. I'd like to see the City's past few assistant managers. Uh, just quickly on the internet. Rodolfo Borrell was City, City assistant. He's now at Austin. Dominic Torrent, I think he went to the MLS as well. Um, and always one coach Galatasaray. Like a, yeah, one of them is like a director of football. They're trying to get Austin. Juan Malilo back, um, who went coaching somewhere else. I think he went in like Qatar or something. Yeah, number two is a huge. Kiroz left, he got uh, feeling and that, and then when Kiroz was available, he brought him back. I think we won the Champions League, and it, it was huge. But you saw, um, what was Jose's number two we lost? Mar- uh, I, oh, what was uh, his name? Uh, Rui Faria. Rui Faria. Jose completely fell off after that. I think the last time he had him by uh, next to him, he finished second with us and got to the FA Cup final. And that's he's not done anything since. So and then when he went to huge. Spurs, got a whole new backroom staff. Yeah, he got he's got that. Was it some guy who done well at Leo yeah, or something like kids, yeah. as his assistant? So no one that's going to yeah. challenge him. They are huge. They they are very big, but um, yeah, City obviously for the moment they're fine and, and Guardiola's obviously insanely good, but. Um, you can replace these players with young players like Guardiola, Kovacic is tidy, but experience is so important, especially when you're challenging at the top. Uh, we've seen Arsenal crumble this year. Yeah. 
and City didn't, and the difference is that they've been there before. It's as simple as that. Yeah, it segues, uh, segues nicely in the experience one there. Moving to Saudi Arabia, it looks like Jordan Henderson. Oh, again, another one. Another, another one, another as one. DJ Khaled would say. Just to a Saudi Arabia update podcast. Be sure yeah. to, uh, yeah, we'll do an extra Mitch one. Mitch is maybe yeah. gone as well, just to throw that one in there. Well, we did, yes. have, a, we did have a good episode title this week, though. The bit. What was it? Saudi, Saudi Arabian Nights. That oh, was it. oh right, okay, nice. Yeah, like that. Thought you would. But no, <laughs> but no, Fabinho and Jordan Henderson, it looks like, are going to go to Saudi. Different teams, I do believe, but Henderson is due to become, I believe, the highest paid player in the world for about a week, getting £700,000 per week. Stan, as someone who's familiar with that part of the world, we'll get your take on it first. <laughs> well, I also don't just pay for the fact that Cook just said, and this is actually true. Hender- Jordan Henderson, yeah, the highest paid player in the world. I know. What is it? Seven hundred grandish a week. Yeah, yeah. Seven hundred. With no grand. tax or anything he like that. If he stays for two years, no tax. No tax. He needs it for his family. He does. You know what? Right. He's working lad. Well, the f- he's obviously stalling, isn't he? Because Fabinho's not gone on tour. Henderson's gone on tour, and I think the reason he's stalling is. I'd like to say morally, but it's probably the backlash that he's actually seen from him saying yeah. Uh, I think if there was no backlash from him saying yeah, he'd uh, probably already be on a flight to to Jeddah with me. Um, so I don't think it is. I think it's Liverpool want a transfer fee. He's still got two oh, years left in his contract. The latest thing was that he's agreed a deal. It's agreed to Liverpool want a fee. The only thing that's stopping the transfer happening is Liverpool haven't been given a fee yet. All right. Well, I know Fabinho's not travelled and they're going to get 40 million which for me is just fucking ridiculous but I've also seen that they want Alex Tellez for 20 million so I suppose Fabinho is worth double that so the the transfer fees are crazy the wages are crazy it's a way for the top clubs to be able to get rid of these players that are on stupid wages because they look like they'll pay even even more so um, yeah Fabinho going there for 40 million is crazy considering for the last 12 months we're on about it the other week he was almost a hindrance for Liverpool. They may as well have been playing with ten, and you're selling him for forty million. And Southampton only want fifty million for Romeo Lavia. I mean, for me, it's a no-brainer. You get rid of him, and you go and you chuck ten mil on, and you go and get his potential replacement for the next decade. So, um, yeah, two more players that are supposed to be going. I don't know if Henderson's is moral or financial. The reason why it's delayed, uh, I guess, only time will tell. Uh, how much they're willing to pay for the highest paid player in the world I'm sure they'll fork anything out to bring him in if they're willing obviously he's worth the 700 grand so he must be worth like a 50 million uh, transfer fee as well but it's weird, it's, it doesn't make sense I don't know how it's I don't know how it's valued how players are valued I don't understand because yeah I, I just don't get it I don't know how Mares is going for 30 but they're buying Fabinho for 40 uh, I, I don't really understand that how much did Ruben Neves go for? Basically, it depends if they're funded by PIF or not. Right. So if they're funded by PIF, fees don't really matter. It's like Scrooge McDuck levels of money. Whereas the other ones, they, they kind of have to operate in a budget. Whether it be a, a very big budget, but they still have to operate in a budget. I saw the other That's week, why there's some haggling. They brought in a director of football for the league. Yeah, it's Michael Emanalo who used to, used, ma- used to be at Chelsea, be didn't he? Chelsea's like... Brought, that, imagine having a director of football for the Premier League. Well, the, the club that Henderson took a big deal to it, isn't it? PIF funded club. Yeah, it's oh, it's, it's oh, the one that Gerard's at, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it will be. A, it's not even the arse about the player leaving. Well, so, realistically, in terms of 
where football was on his career, going to Saudi Arabia, Jordan Henson's right there, he's getting pushed out of Liverpool midfield, he's getting older, he's probably not in the England team in the Euros, he might, mm. be, might be in the squad, but won't be in the team. Did you see the Athletic article? Won't be in the Liverpool team. He spoke to Klopp and he said, you're not going to play much next year, by the way. Well, that's what we pretty Southgate and Klopp probably don't have him in the first team plan, so no. you can see it, but it would be a real shame if someone who has been so publicly open to stand up for the LGBTQ community, as much as Henderson has, Goes to um, the Saudi Arabian, the Saudi Pro League, a league where it's they're all state owned, all the clubs. Um, the money that it will be getting paid is from a country whose laws are completely ridiculous, where same sex acts are criminalised um, to the point of public execution, execution which yeah. is a twenty twenty three is a ridiculous thing to say. It's a ridiculous thing to say in any year. Um, so yeah, for him, for him to go will be uh, a real significant transfer in terms of what he's done off the pitch, not the player he is, because he, he's not a great player anymore. Anyway. Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it, from yeah, that point of view? But he, yeah, he, he got nominated for an LGBT award, for fuck's sake. Um, he wore the rainbow laces when he scored his first goal for England in the Euros. And then he's gone to a country who have just fucking... What, what did they ban the Spider-Man film? They banned the Spider-Man film because of the same-sex um, kiss scene. It's a cartoon, by the way. It's not a... It's not real. It's not an action one or anything, is it? <laughs> not that it makes that even better, but it's an actual cartoon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else didn't they put out? Lightyear, the Buzz Lightyear film, because one of the characters was like a lesbian. It's, it's also a cartoon. They wouldn't let the women wrestlers fight, would they? In, no. In, in, no, they're, no. Al- they're allowed now, but they have to wear clothes. Oh, right. They can't show any flesh. Oh, right. oh, yeah, so the, the, the that's only in the past year. From John Henson, from what he said as well, I can't, I can't remember his direct quote, but I'm sure you can get it on the internet. He was very like, he was very. He'd, he'd never want anybody to be go to a football game and not feel comfortable yeah, or something like that. He was very yeah. strong on yeah. it though. Yeah. Wasn't oh it? yeah, yeah. So yeah, for him to say that, and then once he gets publicly unveiled as an Al Etifak player, probably butchered that. He's probably going to say something like, "Oh yeah, this city, this this country's getting more." Progressive yeah. and oh, I'll, they're I doing help this. Whilst I'm here and stuff like that. All the boxers say, it, don't they? When the PR spin. Yeah, yeah. with all the boxers like Joshua Fiore when they're all there, they're going, oh, they treat me so well. Spreading the like, message. Of course they did. Yeah. I'm spreading the message of love. So Not yeah, it would be a massive change. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a player, Anderson, like you say, that's led on loads of different fronts in football, social fronts. I know that it was him who who rang Harry Maguire when the uh, Super League was kicking off. Uh, clubs of the uh, captains of the two you know biggest clubs in the country yeah, yeah. came together and got all the other captains together and was like right this can't happen kind of thing and I know that's not anywhere near as important as LGBT you know and uh, ho- you know homosexual rights and things like that and, and you know social justice but it's just the kind of guy he is it, it's you know that's the picture that he's painted about himself and it would just be a huge shame for that to all seem completely fake and forced for the sake of money, and I know some people saying it's generational wealth and huge, but this is a guy that's been a Premier League footballer for 15 years. He could retire tomorrow and his generations be sorted anyway. I don't think you should throw your own uh, morals and your own you know, thoughts and everything like that away, your own ethics for the bag. I just don't agree with it myself, but no. I'm not in a position where I'm offered 700 grand, but I'm also but, not in a position where I've had a Premier League salary for yeah. a decade and a half. So You're a professional football You don't yeah. need it. There's a difference between us being offered 700 grand a week yeah. to do something like that. And Jordan Anderson. And Jordan Anderson yeah. who's on, what, 4 point something million a year for the past I, 12 years. I, I suppose in the, what's the word that I'm thinking of, Re- relativity, it's probably like us being offered an extra 
fucking grand a month, isn't it, really, or something like that, in comparison. Or what do you want? This this amount. You can earn this amount over two years compared to, you know, the amount that you've earned over the last 15. It's probably nothing compared to him. Like, it's probably an extra, maybe doubles his wage for a couple of years. So, re relatively, would we throw everything away for, you know, every, everything we believe in, everything we fought for, everything we stood up for publicly? It's all out there. I mean, you mm -hmm. saw the quote tweets and things being retweeted from his own Twitter from years ago when it was all coming out. And from us. And from us. <laughs> yeah, but quite rightly, because I don't think you can stand up for something like that and go... Yeah, I know that's important, but 700 grand a week? We'll allow a lot of things, but not hypocrites. Well, exactly. That's it's, only for us. It's also, <laughs> it's also damaging for any future player to be like publicly open to speak up for minorities, isn't it? Because mm. if this happened, then, I don't know, further down the line, another player, insert name here. Marcus Rashford, yeah. something like that, that's fought for social... Well, it's right, reasons, and, that, and that's, that's wrong on all levels, isn't it? Because yeah. it's, it's harsh, and that whoever the player is, it's, it's just... A depressing way to think, but yeah. I mean, if this happens, then you're not going to believe, are you? You're going to think no. Well, you're going to think they're offered money. They're going to get everything you fought for, everything you believed in, and not this social warrior. And it was all just PR. Exactly. So maybe I'm being naive, saying before I'm I'm hoping it's morally that the reason it's delayed, it might literally just be that they wanna, the Liverpool want twenty million, and, and and you know wherever he's going, only want to offer half that. But I'm hoping it would be great. I think if he turns around and says, you know, I'm not going. I made a mistake accepting whatever, but. I don't agree with this, that and the other and, and makes a public statement but that'd be a huge thing to do especially with the, the names of players that are going there. You're almost calling them out as well. So, But, yeah, but Jordan, you painted yourself it, as that kind of guy. He'd be right to call them out though, wouldn't he? Because I think he would. I don't think... I think that, people would respect I, it. I, I can probably... Oh, well, I don't, I'm definitely not wrong. That's right. But um, you've, you've not heard one player say, be honest about why they're going to Saudi Arabia, have you? Because it's just money. There's literally no other mm. reason. Well, even Neves was like, yeah, it's a chance to set up my family, but, you know, I, and obviously Al Ali being the biggest Asian club in the world was massive. Fuck off. No one Name me one player before you went, though. They've not heard of him. Oh, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> sorry, West Ham legend. Yeah. And Porto legend. Yeah. But no, no, I totally agree. If if he does go, you can't argue that he's going to spread the message or anything like but that. But everything he's done is, is, is... And he's going with his mate, Gerard. He's dead. And it's literally his mate. Well, that's, that's, Steve's yeah. like, come out here, lad, honestly. Yeah, yeah, They'll yeah. pay us. What, they're going to pay you that? Come on, lad. Come on, you're not going to start yeah, it. Do 12 you months, might as well. 12 months, get back to Sunderland yeah. and, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're also, I die part Do you know what, too, it also makes me think <laughs> of, um, in the Euros, remember when you got the rainbow armband oh, yeah. banned from the kit and none of them said anything yeah they it was, maybe it was Henderson maybe he was an inside mole nobody he, he kind of think <laughs> back to that and think he, he might not have thought for it then <laughs> probably not probably to, to a face level yeah yeah because FIFA was like oh we'll, we'll fine all of you and we were like everybody was like just fucking do it and none yeah, of I mean, them did it but, yeah but, but stuff I've been reading like I've seen him as sportsman no, I think Lewis Hamilton did a um, a Grand Prix in Saudi Arabia and had a big rainbow Pride helmet, and he said, "Like stand, we stand up for something rights, and then yeah, like right. England could have done that. Go find to fuck. Yeah, it was like everybody rights, yeah. yeah. But, but if you don't start, it will never end. Exactly, it's so true. Welcome back, listeners. It is that time of the episode where you get to pretend you are one of the Cookie Pod boys. You can now play in our Who Am I? So I've got two players for you today. We're going to start with player two, as requested by Jim off yes. mic before. So, everybody ready for the first clue for five points? I was born on the 11th of February, 1983, making me 40 years old. 
and yes, I am retired. Wow. What, 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 what day was that, sorry? I missed it that. was the 11th of February, wow. 1983. It'll be 40th past this year. 40 then. years young. Yeah, it is 40th past this year. Oh, wow. Oh, that was a good one. I think it was a good one. Oh, yeah. Oh. Kaka. How was that? Was yeah. No, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> Evera. It's not Evera. Right, good guess. But we love this game. I hate Evera. <laughs> Wonder why. United See, Suarez player. come in and then leave. <laughs> did, did <laughs> no, that was <laughs> so <laughs> weird. It was that We're in a full Liverpool kit as well. What are you clapping oh. for, Evera? Oh, shut up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Clue number two. I've played in England, Holland, Germany, Spain, and Denmark. Why it's not in the game? England, Holland, oh. Germany, Spain, and Denmark. Yeah, that's a lot of countries. That it is. Isn't Five it? countries: England, Holland, Germany, Spain, and Denmark. Oh. Culture. Oh. I'm trying to think of. I had someone in. Oh, Nicholas Bentner. It's not the Dark Lord. I like where you had that. This 1983. 40 years young. Oh, so he was like in his pomp when football was like late noughties kind of thing. 24, 25, 26, something like that. Yeah, 2008, 25. Yeah. Denmark. I'm thinking well too much into this. Don't know, pass. Yeah. If Next it, one. If it helps, he retired in 2018. Five years ago. He retired 35. But we'll move on anyway. I'll give you that little bonus clue. Thank you. I was runner-up in the South Africa 2010 World Cup with Holland. Okay. Uh, Van Bronckhorst. It's not Van Bronckhorst. Oh, he did. Did he play in England? Did he? Arsenal. Played for Arsenal, did he? Thought he did. Yeah, he did. England, Germany, Spain, Holland. Connelly there. Oh, I thought I had it then. He didn't play in England. Johnny Heitinger. It's <laughs> a good guess. He was a great player, by the way. He was he was just a mad one, wasn't he, really? He was a good player, Johnny I, I remember him. Was, that was Holland good, that team. The Holland team. He did, yeah. And, and Ajax. And Pierce. Um, and Villa. Villa, maybe. He did? He did play for Villa. Oh, no. I think Ron Blau. Blau. That was the other one. The other ball. The other receding fucking yeah. white guy next to him. Yeah, Ron Vlaar was really good for a season, yeah. so really good. He was, he was. Ron Creek. I think that's what I was thinking of when I said Ron Creek. <laughs> it was Ron that Creek. year Villa was in Europe and they did. It's a Benteke one, wasn't it? Same well. team, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Okay. Clue number four. Mm-hmm. Buzzers at the ready. <laughs> During my playing career, the midfield was my zone, but I swapped my boots for the flights as I made my British darts debut at the Denmark Open. Van der Vaart. It's Rafa van der oh, Vaart. And clue number five was Spurs signed me for a mere oh, £8 million pounds yeah. on deadline day in 2010 from Real Madrid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so just to recap, the clubs he actually has played for, came through at Ajax through their academy, there's the Holland one, played for FC Hamburg in Germany, yeah. Real Madrid in Spain, Tottenham Hotspur in England, back to Hamburg, Real Betis for just a mere seven games. And then to Denmark, to FC Midtjylland. Wow, I didn't know he played though. And then in the second division... I was division, seeing Copenhagen. And then in the second division, he retired for Edgeburg FB. Wow, okay. 35 years. He retired uh, five years stone. ago. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed, Stan. That's why he played darts. Well, fair enough. No, well. it's true. He was in training for darts his whole career, he wasn't he? He was a good really? player. No, he did have a darts body while he was playing footy. He was a bit chunky, but he was great, so... 
But that we'll left foot. Past it. That left foot. Magician. Yeah, if you can hit a ball, just ask Fat Craig who's got the courts. It doesn't matter what size you are, as long as you can hit a ball, people will take you. <laughs> and if you are listening, Craig, are you having a good time? And if you are listening, Craig, you I, are fat. You Craig. are a fat. <laughs> if, you're, if you're thinking I'm fat, Craig, it is you. Yeah. And I used to hit crossbars on the reg. It is you. I don't know who that is, by the way. You fat cards. <laughs> player number one, but we're doing it as player number wow. two. Wow. I was born on the 12th of December, 1990, making me just 32. Be Real Mahrez. It's not Mahrez. Coming full circle. <laughs> he was trying to get us. That would have been a real big clip. In the yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would have been yeah. fucking the worst. Who am I ever from? I thought, I thought, I thought you were double bluffing us. Same age as Mahrez. Um, oh, he is still see. playing, by the way. He's not retired. Um, it's not Delhi. Let's try and think. Trippier. It's not trippier. I mean, I don't know how old he is, but no, 32 no. is not a bad guy. It's probably about that. Okay, clue number two for four points. I played in Turkey, England, Russia, and Italy. <coughs> Turkey, England, Russia. Russia. Italia. So I think... 32. Turkey, England. Russia. Russia. Turkey, Maybe we Russia. should say Russia, actually. Maybe I should just pause for two seconds when, when I read them. Just bleep, down just bleep the world on Turkey, Flash England. Are they? Yeah, um, a Russian tennis player when you go on his Flash Goal the other day. Well, the he world. just said the world. I think it's ridiculous. The people's oh. champ. More than there. Turkey, England. I really don't have a guess, I'm sorry. Turkey, England, really? Turkey, England, Mother Russia, and Italy. You can always pass. Yeah, pass it. Yeah, we'll take Bowers it. Well. He's, I believe he's played in one, two. Played in France, didn't I? Did he play yeah, Turkey? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he, he should have. He should have. If yeah. he's not, he, he played for Marseille, didn't he? He did play for Marseille yeah. for a bit. Played for Gremio as well, for a little bit of Brazil. <laughs> Clue number three for three points. I played for England from under-16 level to under-21 level. However, I declared to play for my country of birth, Nigeria, and won the 2013 African Cup of Nations. Oh, I feel like I'm so shit at this today. <laughs> you got brain Nigerian. fog today. England, Italy. So he's played from England from under 16s to under 21s, and then when it became the time for him to make his senior debut, he declared for Nigeria and he won the 2013 AFCON. Um, Tuffy, this one. Uh, Mr. Tuffy, indeed. John Olby. It's not John Olby. He didn't represent England. I wish he did. I oh, Come on. <laughs> if there's someone in this room who does Skulls it is on, me Skulls on the left General will be on the right Gerard Alan Park oh. that would have solved the Gerard Alan Park Skulls thing you don't play any of them <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. just play Miguel <laughs> hey it's so Chelsea for many a year it's the only player I can think of um, Turkey. it's the only one I can trust <laughs> Musa Ahmed Musa elaborate the one who played up from for Leicester. <laughs> I don't know his first name. It's not him. I just wanted him to elaborate. Ahmed Musa. It's not him. Oh, I but he's the reason that Al Nasir can't sign anyone at the minute. I've seen that. The old one because they own six hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, scrubbers. Pocket Ronaldo change. just chucking him. You know, Ronaldo just give him a week's wage. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want him there. No. <laughs> exactly. During my time in England, I played for Crystal Palace, Chelsea, Wigan, Liverpool, Stoke, and West Ham United. Odin Bingy. No, when I was at Chelsea, I was loaned out six times before being converted into a wing back, winning the Premier League with Antonio Conte. Oh, oh it is, man. I've gone early and I've known yeah. You shot your load early there. I always do. You Honestly. Did. Victor. 
ask all it your mates. It's a Moses. It is yeah. Victor Moses. And the last clue was I currently play for Spartak Moscow. However, last summer the Premier League stopped me from moving to Burnley due to the war in Ukraine. Wow. I remember that story actually. Yeah, I do. Look at him now, Mr. Abshak Moses. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I remember that last yeah, so yeah, played in Turkey, played for Fenerbahce in England, listed all them. See, I didn't know he played in Turkey. Who Cor- did he played for? Oh, Spartak. Yeah. yeah, Spartak currently in Russia, and then Inter Milan for one year on loan under Antonio. Yeah, it's because he's leaving it. No, Ashley Young did though. When I think of Moses, I don't think of other clubs outside of England, just because he's been in so many English clubs. Oh, he's he's quite a big name to mind. He did in the champ, and he was English. He had a class English palace card on like yeah, for a no, eleven we, or something. Saying all the other countries, I just didn't think of. Confusing it. Okay, we hope you enjoyed those games as much as we did. Welcome to the last part of the pod, and it's something Cook's going to talk us through. It's something he was listening to and reading about recently, uh, and it's a little bit about Serie A now. It's become a bit of a breeding ground for not failed Premier League footballers, but Premier League footballers that are maybe starting, looking to re- kick-start their football career and, and maybe use it as some sort of stepping stone or trampoline to use to uh, to get back to the top. So do you want to talk us through it a little bit? Yeah, so the article I actually read the other day, it was, it was a Chelsea article, but it kind of factored in the whole league, really. It was about how many players they've been buying us, of, well, from Chelsea in recent memory. And off the top of my head, I can remember they signed Olivier Giroud from us for less than 10 million which I thought was terrible business by Chelsea I thought he can still do a job for Chelsea now which yeah. I think is ridiculous I think he'd, he'd actually make Man United a, a title contending team if he played up front yeah, for him yeah be a better side with him yeah. so I, I, yeah I think that AC Milan they did very very good business to get him for under 10 million we spoke Ruben Loftus-Cheek Chelsea have got around 17 million pounds for him but he's been at the club since he was 6 so I think that for someone who's needs his career to kick on really as it did at Crystal Palace but then he had that massive injury so it's a great opportunity for him for Kyle Tomori a guy that was given his debut under Frank Lampard he's played religiously for AC Milan since then under the director I think it was Maldini that actually brought him in or Nesta one of the two um, who's since been sacked but the idea is if he's bringing for Kyle Tomori in one of the best defenders of all time that being Maldini, then he must obviously see something in this lad where it is coachable. And Serie A, if you want to brush up tactically as a player, that's the league for you because it is tactics really. It's slower, isn't it? Yeah, especially from a defensive point of view. It's very defence-focused, don't concede first kind of thing. And then, you know, if we win 1-0, then so be it. But just don't concede. I mean, you've got Pulisic has gone there this summer from Chelsea. You've got Tammy, went to Roma from Chelsea and has smashed it. And, uh, you know, maybe to be fair, Abraham's a player that missed the boat a couple of years ago where he, he didn't score as many last season but he had a couple of seasons where he was scoring loads and he was linked back to the Premier League to Arsenal back to Chelsea even to United yeah. uh, Tottenham uh, to maybe replace Kane if he ever left kind of thing and he didn't end up moving so maybe he'll come back at some point but um, yeah Ashley Young went out there we, we spoke about that after Moses then and the answer there he went Ashley out there Cole. won the league Ashley Cole went out to Roma that classic Team photo with him there. Maitland Niles, you mentioned, has gone there. So Smalling, um, Smalling? Chris Smalling, yeah, as well from United, uh, went went straight out there. Um, and there's probably a few more as well that we're not even thinking of. So um, yeah, it's it's it, it's good, and that's just the English players or players from English based clubs. I think that with the Premier League being such a hotbed of talent at the moment, in terms of you know, the names in some of the squads, is ridiculous. Even if you go quite low down the. The players that even the likes of Knott's Forest were signing that have come up, uh, Reynan Lodi and 
what's the name of the centre half they bought from Atletico? Felipe from yeah. Atletico Madrid. Uh, the Champions League level players or players that used to play in the Champions League got Fulham got promoted and signed João Palhinha, uh, Sporting Lisbon's captain. So I think if you are a player that's struggling to get in, into a Premier League team, it's not that much of a, you know, an insult to you. The squads are just stacked. So I think if you can go out to Italy, Serie A, which is still a well-respected league, it's a, it's a league with loads of history, a load of heritage and, and culture. Uh, you go out there, you, you do your year, two, three, two, three years, and then maybe you come back. Like I say, Tammy might have, have missed the boat, but yeah. there's no reason why I somebody think like... injured, he'd probably... Yeah, he could have come back, but there's no reason like somebody like a Tamori if he keeps going. Could see him at Fulham if Nitro goes. Yeah, doesn't end up Tamori, maybe Loftus Cheek smashes it, whoever. Ashley Young, I know I'm not gonna say he smashed it, but he came back, he went to Villa. He he went over there, went to Villa, won a league, played a lot. But then he's come back to England, he's gone to Villa, Everton uh, Everton have just signed him and he's thirty eight, so you could argue going out there maybe getting that more tactic slower has added a few years onto his career there, so especially as a defender, which is mad because obviously when he came through, we remember him as this flying winger yeah. that used to nip inside and, and, and whip it into the far corner. So he's completely reinvented his career as well with with that side of things. So yeah, It's um, kind of like Trippier, in a way, where the, yeah. the years of Atletico have made him a better defender now. He's at Tacco, I mean, yeah, Simeone is yeah, uh, out of that Italian mould. I mean, he played obviously the predominant Lazio. time in his career at Lazio and into Milan as well so he's got that Serie A that Italian football knowledge behind him and, and we've seen that with his Atleti team who was pretty much stark contrast to Barca and Madrid uh, in terms of they want to score they score four uh, we'll score five kind of thing whereas Atleti was we don't concede we win 1-0 uh, yeah. approach so yeah Trip you're going out there same thing obviously different country but getting these English players and, and you know players going out there to maybe learn the tactic tactical side a lot slower than the Premier League. The Premier League's so unforgiving in terms of you might be in a team for three weeks, you get injured, somebody else comes in and looks brilliant and you never get a look in, in that team. I remember Liverpool signing Nathaniel Klein from Palace and a lot of top clubs wanted him. I think he got an injury and Trent came in and the rest is history, you say. So, um, you know, the, the, these things can happen. So I think it's good that these players are are going out there to learn the trade a little bit more and then maybe looking to yeah. come back. I like that. And even even like the fringe players, so people, this is probably a little bit of a throwback for you. Adam Ola Luckman. Yeah. Currently plays for Atalanta. Leipzig and stuff he went to, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. So, so again, you don't even have to be from a big club to then bounce back in Serie A and still play at a decent level. Atalanta were playing Champions League football last year and, he, and so was he as a result. So I think that to kind of go off the title of the segment... I, I would say Serie A is a good place to kind of rehab your career at the minute because the expectations are so low given the fact that even two of them went to a Champions League semi-final last year. With the lack of funds, it's not the league it was in the 90s, is it? No, not at all. Obviously, I mean, Prem and, I mean, Prem was great in the 90s, but Italy was right up there. Serie A was right up there as well. So. Definitely. Yeah, if, if you're a player that's maybe... I think it's great as well that these players aren't thinking, ah, fuck it, I'll pick up a wage and be fourth-choice centre-back at a Prem club. They're thinking actually, I'd rather go out to Italy, be first or second choice. You know, you're in the you're in the starting eleven. I'll pick up less of a wage, but I'm playing each week. I think it's better than seeing these players waste away in in you know squads yeah. and just hang around the prem right. for years and not playing. So no, I think you're right there. Chris Smalling could have stayed at United if he wanted, or gone, could have gone, done a Jones. Yeah, could have yeah could have easily done a Phil Jones. Could have gone to another Premier League club and maybe been all right, but then ended up being third or fourth choice. But he thought, no, I'll go to Roma and and. 
complete. I mean, there were shouts for him last summer to be uh, in the yeah, England World choice, Cup, England yeah. World Cup squad and things like that. So he's done really well as well. But he won the con- he, like so last summer. He won the Conference League. They've obviously been to a Europa League final, back to back European finals. Yeah, yeah. So fair play to him. I think it's it's it might be the new way rather than you know championship loans because championships so difficult as well it might it might be these and the ser- money these clubs have now yeah se- seri- from the parachute yeah. payments yeah Serie A loans and things like that and uh, the, there's less pressure I mean there's probably less pressure going playing for a Serie A side than there is going playing for a championship side because yeah. these clubs like you say they need to get back into the Premier League yeah. so. like that lad from Coventry has just gone sporting for 25 million Gurugues yeah. is it Jokeres yeah that's it yeah so you so can't, the money that's in that league. But these championship players can't. Championship clubs, championship managers can't rely on a nineteen-year-old from United to maybe develop a bit. If you're not good enough, they've got to play a twenty-eight-year-old who who, oh, yeah. who knows the league. So you've got it, it might enough you'll play. Yeah, it might be better for you to go and do a, a Lutman and go and play for Atalanta, who are not going to get relegated, and you know we'll be pushing for the Europa positions and. They'll give nineteen-year-olds a go. I mean, like Ahmad was playing for them. That's why United bought him. That's L- Lutman's, Lutman's gone there, and, and obviously Rasmus Hoyland this summer might still end up moving. So mm. you want to go somewhere like that and get the game time rather than sitting in a Premier League squad or going on a Championship loan and rotting away because yeah. they're not using you. Oh yeah, and and the the interesting thing with with obviously was mentioning about rehabbing your career over there and tell you what, there's worse places to rehab your career than Milan if you pull a stitch or, or yeah, you, know, you know, these mad places that are obviously, and Mourinho basically said it to Tammy, do you like the sun or do you like the rain? <laughs> well, and it was yeah. that simple and he was like, you're not going to play, you're not first choice, do you want to do it in the sun and play or do you want to sit at home in the rain and not play? Mm. And the thing with Tamora as well is like, he's obviously gone out there to play, he wants to take that England spot which Southgate doesn't fancy him for for whatever reason because he can declare for Nigeria or Canada and the fact that he hasn't at this rate says I still want to play. So mm. Serie A at the minute, for the top level, you can rehab an international career that's maybe not even got going if you're a Tammy or a Tamori. Or as if you're a Pulisic who at international level you can go no higher. You're you're the guy. You need to play. And it's almost like four or five managers at Chelsea didn't fancy Pulisic. And in Pulisic's best season at Chelsea was under Frank. Yeah. Which is mental. Yeah, I agree. I think at the top level, that's what you want. If you're a younger player, you want to get back to the Prem, come back and play for a top club. Like maybe Tammy could have, Tamari still can, whatever. I think Pulisic will, um, down the line. Yeah, Pulisic could. Or, See him at Newcastle in like two years or three years. Yeah, or, or you're like a Chris Smalling where you go and you think, well, I like I've, it. I've done it in England, I, I want to go abroad and I'll, I'll play week in, week out for a Roma. Who, yeah, they're not one of the top clubs, they're not challenging for the title, but they're going to be in the conversations for Europe and you're still going to have big players with you and you've got Jose Mourinho and it's a beautiful city so even at the bottom end of it you're doing that so I think that's great they may be small and hanging around and being the, the third choice centre back for Everton next season or something like that I think it's better for him to be playing week in week out yeah definitely and like, like we mentioned before just as we're wrapping up the segment here there's there's many a player that's gone out there and again I use my own experience from it Ethan Ampadu has just left Chelsea today he signed for Leeds United for 7 million he went out on loan to Venezia last season in uh, Serie A and then he was out on loan somewhere again this year in Serie A I actually forget the name but I think they went down again um, so it's not, not a good look really for him but again Players that are playing internationally, like Ethan Ampadu, who does play for Wales every yeah. time, needs minutes and he needs to develop because if he's come through Chelsea's academy, he's not going to be shit. And to use the old Sir Alex Ferguson quote again, and I feel sick the amount we've quoted him on this pod, but anyway, it's not about how many players Manchester United produce, it's how many careers Manchester United have produced at the top level. And yeah. again, I feel like that should be the academy focus going forward. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at... 
you look at these top clubs and they'll have players all the way throughout the, the divisions. I mean, the amount of players that in the football pyramid in England that have played for United or come through United stupid. And I think that's ultimately the aim. Fergie always said that. He said, it's a bonus if they have a career at United, but we ultimately want to make young men that, you know, are properly brought up properly, come through the right systems and, and you know, go and make a career for themselves. That's what United and the top clubs are there for. So, yeah, I, ho I hope they start doing it. I think it's great that we're seeing so many English players and, and you know, great British players go into other countries and, and, and ply in the trade out there rather than accepting a bit part role at Premier League clubs just because that's where they've come through or that's where they're from. So, long may it continue. Yeah, and, and you could argue in the past it's either been laziness on our part to learn another language as or just we not the culture. inherently feel that a lot of places should know English, yeah. whether yeah. it be a lot of places second language. But in the past, there was Paul Ince went out there in, into, I think he played for Gaza, played for Lazio. Ravel Morrison played for Lazio for a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's weird players that have gone out there. And again, with the two Milan clubs getting to the semi and... Final. Almost, yeah, I was going to say, and almost re-establishing why they are as big as they are historically. Because mm. if you say to kids, just as we're wrapping up, really, oh, you should have seen Milan in 05. Oh, my God. And yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know Milan from Ambrosini and fucking yeah. El Shawari, yeah, Pato, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, like the these, shit years. Yeah, crap players. And, and they get disrespected to a point. So I, I, there's nothing I would love more than that league to get better. And oh, yeah, if everyone eats, that's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Welcome back listeners, unfortunately it is that time of the episode where we do have to love you and leave you but I'm going to let you know where you can find us when we're not making pods so head on over to our Insta, drop us a follow by using the handle Cookie Podcast Network if you've got Twitter you can do the same but this time use the handle CookiePodNet and if you've got TikTok, if you're hip, if you're one of the kids then you can head on over to our TikTok by using the handle the. Cookie Podcast. So thank you for joining us. It's been episode 187 of the podcast and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Cookie.